From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, FNC reporter J.D. Duggan talks to Krista Seberg, who is the Diversity Development Representative for Lunda Construction and C.S. McCrossin's Southwest Light Rail Project. Seberg discusses her light rail work and talks about efforts to get younger people interested in construction-related careers. All right. Hey, today I'd like to welcome Krista Seberg to the podcast. She is the Diversity Development Representative for the Southwest Light Rail Project, and FNC recently recognized her for outstanding service to the industry. Hey, Krista, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, J.D. Yeah, of course. Can you first just tell me a bit about what you do? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, There's quite a different um, roles that I have on the project. You know, I oversee, first of all, our workforce participation. You know, our state, being that it is a Met Council, it's a government-funded project, we do have goals on this project that consist of 32% diversity um, with minority um, POCI and 20% female participation. So um, that's not just us, the Lunda CS McCrossin team, but it's all of our subcontractors working on the project. Um, I also assist with overseeing the um, small business goals of the project. So the women and minority owned businesses, what their contract values are and such. Um, But the best part about my role on the project is our workforce development. You know, it's working together, um, our team, our subcontractors, our unions, um, the community um, organizations that have construction pathways, but working together to truly create workforce development, bringing people into the trades, and what can we do to keep them in the trades and just strengthen their career pathways? Yeah, I want to ask a bit about that, but what has been your career path uh, getting you to where you are now? Well, it's been a fun and exciting one, um, one that I truly love talking about because right. of, um, so I've been in the industry, construction industry, um, well over 20 years, um, closer to like 25 and such. But anyways, um, and the last 18 truly have been focused on the development of diversity in construction, you know, uh, primarily in the state of Minnesota. I have worked with um, major general contractors and the pursuit of projects with that, as well as, you know, just throughout the duration of projects. Um, I've had the extreme honor of working um, with the University of Minnesota with various projects there. Um, Other, like I said, government projects, the biggest one before the light rail, um, I had the honor of working on the state capital um, 100-year restoration project. And boy, oh boy, what a beautiful project that was not just visually, you know, but really, truly bringing people in um, to be a part of the the magnificent project and helping them 
grow their pathways during there. Um, it gave us the opportunity to work closely, like I said, within the community on strengthening, um, growing the trades, growing the career pathways for um, people into the construction industry. Whereas previously, especially when you want to talk about, you know, like high school students and stuff with their, you know, next pathway for education, construction became truly, you know, one of those back deals where we wanted to bring it back up to the front. And that's been a big part of my career pathway is providing that education piece, both for um, students, career counselors, teachers, and the parents, and connecting them with uh, the great representatives we have within our industry. And so I've had that honor. And then, you know, after the the state capital project finished, um, which was a, a great at the one time, you know, I already brought up to you about the goals being 32 and 20%, 20% female, those got changed in 2017. Um, right before leading up to that was the busiest part, the busiest season for the state capital project. And at that time during busy season, we had 21% female participation on our project, which that month was the largest participation on any nationally wide government project. So it was really a fun celebration for the crews working on the project. Um, so after that, you know, I had the capability and the ability to continue my relationships, which are so important in our pathway. Um, I received the phone call asking if I want to wanted to be a part of the um, magnificent light rail project that is taking up, you know, a lot of our time and and, and rails right now, 14 and a half miles, uh, I was asked if I wanted to be the representative, the diversity for the contractors. And um, so that's what led me here. Yeah. Awesome. How does, so how does it work? I mean, how do you bring on a diverse workforce with, for, for that current example, the Southwest Light Rail? That's a great question. Um, first of all, support from my team, meaning the team the home team being the Linda C.S. McCrossin joint venture we have working as the general contractors on the project, getting their support um, to let me be out there, you know, in the industry um, that has brought me to this. And so it would be the main picture is me connecting our, our team, myself, our subs with our union representatives that are all also out there, you know, doing the recruiting, the educating and stuff but also making sure that we're actively involved with programs that are providing those construction pathways to get into the unions, um, working with Construct Tomorrow, which is the high school awareness program, working with the big one right now is working with Building Strong Communities. This is a magnificent, and I keep using the word magnificent, I apologize, but this is a program that is union trades driven um, that provides eight weeks of um, training and education and awareness for individuals um, into the construction industry. We have been working, we, the Light Rail Project, have been working very closely with this program since conception of the project. And we are now in our fourth year um, being partners with them. And um, they currently have 84 students, 84 adult participants, um, learning about the trades and providing the pathway. And it's it's truly um, a big piece of ours 
The other thing that we're doing, so again, to kind of circle back, is what can we be doing? What can the light rail project can be doing within the communities along the rail, you know, and within the Twin City and, you know, Minnesota to bring people into the construction trades, bring people to our project first and foremost. That's, of course, the big goal. But then also, what are we doing to keep them? What are we doing to to advocate for them? What are we doing to educate? Not just new people coming in, but those that have been in the industry now. How do you how do you work with all these new people that are being brought in? How do you mentor them? You know, to to share your your skills and and truly at the end of the day, how do we help develop those pathways? And it's really fun to be able to watch um, the numbers. You know, of course, everybody's, you know, there's goals and everything. But to to see those individuals say two years ago, we hired to work on the light rail project as brand new people that had never been in construction before. And a great example is somebody who's a, a heavy equipment operator, crane operator, brand new, nothing. To now two years later, being one of those people that we have mentoring other new people coming in. Yeah. So, yeah. So how do these... <clears throat> these kind of pipeline programs work? I mean, is it a lot of just getting out into the high schools and showing kids, hey, you can get into construction. You don't have to go to a liberal arts school or whatever it might be. Yeah. So the fun part about that, and I love that you asked the question we you did, because it kind of leads into something that we are going to be hosting specifically for the Light Rail Project for our high school students and the adults, you know, young adults in the community And what it is, is I always like to say is, what are we doing to spark their interest, right? You know, anybody could sit and talk, right? But I think when you really, the best way you can capture somebody and get them excited is to give them the opportunity to try it hands-on. So what we are doing coming up in May is we are hosting, along with our partner, Dunwoody, this huge, what we're calling Rock on the Rails event. And what it is, is we have challenged our unions and their trade partners, contractors that are working on our project um, to create hands-on stations for attendees to go around the Dunwoody parking lot, to go around and get a hands-on taste of those different trades. So a great example, you know, the 49ers, the heavy equipment operators, they might have their crane simulator where they actually get to sit and go up, you know, virtually in a crane or they have the the front loader like they have at the state fair where you get to try and move the dirt around, you know, cement masons bring in their, you know, the troughs with the trowels and you get to try doing mudding brickies, you know, the brick and tile setters have their jail electricians. You're running an electrical board from one side to the other. And if you do it right, the hockey alarm, the hockey goal goes off. So it's what are we doing to excite and really get those kids and other, you know, other adults interested in it. And that is, in my experience, the best way to do it. So it's really exciting to see this event come around and um, it'll be great to see how many people we spark that interest of with it. Definitely. That sounds like it would be a lot more effective for teenagers than a, than a seminar or something. Right. Um, what uh, I mean, what do you think is the importance of bringing a diverse labor pool into construction? The great thing is, and I again, I love that question because if you bring in, you know, 
the more diverse you're bringing diverse ideas also then to the table. You know, you're bringing people from different areas that have different skill sets and ideas and stuff, fresh ideas, new ideas, um, again, new, new excitement to be a part, you know, and um, to be able to pull everybody together as that team, uh, it, it can only help moving forward. And the great thing, too, is when you look within our Twin Cities, you know, we have such a beautiful, diverse community, you know, and to pull everybody together is only going to help strengthen and grow our communities. Um, I like doing the reference kind of to go off of that is, you know, years ago when when people were coming to America, right, we were referred to as the melting pot, um, which to me in my role today is actually a negative kind of tone because you want everybody to melt together, right? Mm-hmm. When it's a melting pot. But instead, take a look at it as, as each of us, our own individual tile. And when you put us all together, we still are those beautiful individual tiles, but we create this mosaic picture yeah. to be celebrated. So that's that's that diversity piece. You know, our project is this mosaic piece. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Very cool. Um, what are some challenges you'd say with um, and diversifying the industry? First of all, hiring right now. I'm just going to be very outright and honest. Um, getting people excited to work, um, to um, not be afraid of something new is an extreme challenge right now. And to say, hey, come work construction. Hey, come work heavy outside construction. Um, is a challenge in itself. So how do you take it and make it that wow piece, right? That's what we're doing with our our hands-on, hopefully. Um, Another big challenge, though, too, is is it being new? You know, um, it has this already stigma. You know, it's, it's a bunch of guys that have been doing it forever, and they don't want, you know, there they are, you know. And so it's just, it's opening the door everybody you know yeah. is is really to that's the biggest struggle is how do we get out there and show people everybody no matter what age that this is a great career pathway this is a great industry that has so many benefits that you you can't write them all down because you know yes of course when i when you talk benefits for employment and union you think retirement and medical and all that, which is fantastic. Um, It's also a pathway where you earn as you learn, no matter what stage you are, whether it be an apprentice, journey level, foreman, superintendent, um, the education um, is unmeasurable. Um, And it's, uh, you don't have the college tuition, you know, that backlog, you know, when you graduate from your apprentice, you're not in debt, you're actually already, you're in the green, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, But the biggest benefit, I think, you know, like we said, it's a challenge. Here's what my challenge is, but is getting these benefits out there aware to people. The construction industry is truly a family. You know, you have resources that you would never imagine with the different connections that you make throughout. So it's getting the word out there is my biggest challenge. The second is having the support to keep the people we do bring in? How do we keep people from leaving the construction industry? 
And again, that takes everybody. I've stated it before. It's everybody working together as a team, creating those solutions. It's us meeting with our union representatives, meeting with our communities, you know, on, on how do we keep people in the industry? Yeah. Does it ever feel like you're undoing the many years of society telling kids you have to go to college? I love that challenge. <laughs> sure. Great. I, I truly, truly do because it's so fun when you have, say, an event, and we'll refer back to Rock and the Rails. You have people walk in and I say, So what are you interested in? They're like, I already am gonna go to school. You know, I want to be, you know, um, an accountant, which is great, you know, and stuff, but or I want to be a doctor or I want to be, you know, a teacher and stuff. And it's like, okay, great. But then you go over to the exit area where we do have them do like an exit survey and you ask them or along the way as they're doing their hands on, you see their face lighten up and you see them instead of standing back listening, they're standing in the front waiting their turn to try it next. And then at the end, when you ask them that question again, so what do you think? And they're like, well, you know, I'm kind of interested in this. I really didn't, I never thought that construction was an art. You might have had somebody that was going to go to school for, for art, right? All of a sudden they're like, hey, I could be a tile setter. That's art or a painter or an iron worker, you know, for them to be able to hear things that they have not been able to hear. It's getting into the schools and it's spreading that great word is a, yeah. is a big yeah, for sure. My dad was a landscaper for many years, and he very much approached that as an art. Um, it, it, it was it was fun to see. Um, so can you tell me about how you've seen your work play out and 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 the successes you've seen along the way, and and just how that's felt? Absolutely. Again, <laughs> this it, it's a joy to answer your questions because it is it's such a a passion and why I love what I do. Um, the successes, uh, boy, what a celebration. Um, first of all, successes of the people that I get to work with, the people that have mentored me um, and that I get a chance to mentor now is one. But when it comes to the actual successes of bringing people into the trades, there are a couple that just, it's its so fun to, to talk about. There's an individual, um, a female cement mason, that when we were on the state capital project, we were called by the, the training center um, to come up and check out a program they had going on at the time. And that there was this individual brand new to the construction industry who really was excited, passionate, and also very easily. She was a great learner and wanting to learn more. The drive was there for her. Um, I had the awesome opportunity of meeting her, talking with Marissa Goodsky. I'm going to use the name um, right off. And we had her on the state capital project, brand new day one, um, Cement Mason Apprentice. She is now currently, um, she's journey. She's a journey person for the industry. Uh, she is working for one of our subcontractors that does the masonry work on the, on the light rail project. So I have, I have Marissa kind of back, but the best thing is, is she's also a very key piece to the, the union um, for the cement masons union. She is one of their educators and advocators for the, for getting into the cement masons union. 
Um, and it is truly fun to bring her, to have her talk to um, the future and to have her show her craft, her, her art to these students, to see her at the Construct Tomorrow program and different things like that, and to see her succeed um, and to hear her story with her family has just been one of the biggest highlights. Uh, of our career. We're currently now to then another, the second one that I have is, is a newer um, success story. And it is great. She, we have an individual working as a brand new apprentice on the light rail project. Um, we met her a little over a year ago with the building strong communities program. Um, I met her during our mock interview, plus the project tour that I was giving and she wanted to be a 49er. She couldn't wait to be a heavy equipment operator you know, and everything and, and big support from her parents and such. And so leading up to the graduation ceremony of building strong communities, um, we had the opportunity to bring her into Lunda construction and meet our lead uh, for the heavy equipment operators. And we decided to let's take the chance on this awesome individual and give her that. And at graduation, we handed her her hard hat and her vest. And gave her a little time off, but then, you know, that next week, she was at the job site, ready to go, getting ready to, to start her, her career pathway. She is, um, she's had her winter training this season. Now we're getting ready to get her back on site for this year. And I had the honor of bringing her with me to a few things a couple weeks ago for Women in Construction Week. And it was so fun having this somewhat shy introvert um, individual be surrounded by people that just brought her up, you know, and to see her smile and her celebration of um, her career family. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. Um, Krista, I don't think I have any other questions. Is there anything you wanted to add that I didn't ask about? No, I just, I just want to tell you guys once again with finance and commerce, especially thank you so much because you guys are truly a part of our team. When I talk about that, you know, to have finance and commerce want to celebrate, you know, the successes, but also talk about the challenges, you know, and help provide those pathways for solutions. It is great. Um, and that, you know, when it, when it comes to diversity in construction, it, I truly want the communities to realize that, that it is everybody working together. It's not a, oh my gosh, here they come to talk to us again, you know, because we have these numbers. No, it, it truly what it is, is developing our industry for our future. And um, I'm excited to be one of those team members on that pathway. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much, Dady. I appreciate it. Take care.